Hey, everybody. It's Christina Williams, founder of Girls Talk Sports TV, a new digital platform centered around women's basketball news, updates, and interviews. Make sure you tune in to my interview on In The Zone and follow me at girlstalksports.tv on Instagram. Stay tuned because this interview is going to be amazing. I'm Alexander for the Inner Zone Network. I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Cafe Piazza. They're located at 1900 Arsenal. They have a happy hour where you get buy one, get one 50% off on all items of equal or lesser value. They also have large pieces of beer and wine. All cash tips go to furloughed employees. That's at Cafe Piazza. Give them a call, 314-343-0294. They also do delivery and curbside pickup. And on the weekend, their brunch is open. Get yourself some bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys, breakfast pizza, a la carte, all at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal. That is Cafe Piazza, 314-343-0294. 314-343-0294 and a thank you for your business. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christina Williams, founder of Girls Talk Sports TV, and you're listening to In The Zone. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. The Living Legend, K.I.L. One down the kid, but kill, still kill. Joining me on our celebrity line, sponsored by Cafe Piazza, is the founder of Girls Talk Sports TV, Christina Williams, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Well, you know, I, I couldn't wait to get you on the show. You know, normally we do, you know, we do an NBA segment. I got my, my NBA resident, you know, being a building. But I said, you know what, this week we got to do something different. And it's a big honor to have you on, uh, you know, the In The Zone show. Uh, we have never talked any WNBA and it is, again, it's such an honor to have you on our, our show. And tell our listeners a little bit about your great digital platform. Thank you. So um, I am the founder of Girls Talk Sports TV. It's a digital platform uh, mainly focused and centered around WNBA news, interviews, and segments. And I started that in 2018, really with the mission to give women a voice that invisibility in the sports industry. Um, I saw that there was a lack of representation of women who looked like me on sports broadcasts and on the sidelines. It's important for me to create a brand and a platform um, to help be the solution and also to help give women an opportunity. So Girls Talk Sports TV was founded on those principles. You know, when, when you started a business, too, and you've been an entrepreneur, and, you know, everybody has those core values, those core principles, uh, you know, already built in. Is is, uh, is one of those things 
uh, kind of depending on you know your upbringing too, and 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 the people that were you know around you, you know when you came up. Um, absolutely. Uh, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. Um, he ran his own uh, music label and had uh, movie and TV deals, and so that's kind of where I get my entrepreneurial spirit from. And from him, um, God rest his soul, he passed summer. But that's uh, I got to be an entrepreneur wanted to create a brand and a platform for myself i think that ownership is very important within the black community and so i'm just happy that and blessed that i've been able to do it and do it successfully and just keeping on that same line you know with, with the evolution of a women's in, in sports or whatnot and, and women in the 21st century mm-hmm. and you know the WNBA they had yep. a great draft uh, you seeing a lot more of these players getting more visibility and I thought what was really huge was the the CBA agreement and you know as as a casual observer uh, as a casual observer uh, because I, I know I'm, I'm still kind of getting my feet wet but I think that is really huge for that league because I definitely believe that these women, they are so well-deserving of every single dollar that they make. I absolutely agree. Uh, These women are the hardest-working athletes in the world, the top 1% in their sport, and they absolutely deserve the best of the best. And, yes, so as you mentioned before, with the draft and new CBA, the excitement and momentum for the WNBA this year has been off the charts. Um, And they signed a new CBA to give women more pay, give them child care, better travel and lodging, many, 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 many great things and small steps to becoming a better league and to giving these women what they deserve. And we saw with the WNBA virtual draft on ESPN is that people want to tune into the league. And um, it was one of the most watched drafts in the history of ESPN, WNBA. Um, and we see what happens when the, these women get the opportunity, right? So, like, when they're on ESPN as opposed to ESPN2, we see that when you give them an opportunity, people will tune in. And so we're super excited about the upcoming season that's happening, tipping off July 24th at IMG in Florida. Um, and we just hope that the same momentum is there and support for these women once the season tips off. That is the voice of Christina Williams. She is the founder of Girl Talk Sports TV. It is a fabulous media platform, you know, giving such great news and updates. And that's the thing, too, that I really liked about uh, your platform is just the level of consistency. And, again, it shows you – it also shows how, uh, you know, invested that you are in your brand and what you're doing. Um, absolutely. It's one thing that I learned as an entrepreneur is that you don't become successful unless you show some sort of consistency. And I'm glad that you and others are supporting my brand because honestly, without the support, I don't know I would be where I am today. And yeah, like I try to be consistent with my site and just to get people to embrace the league and and these women because I feel like one of the reasons why people don't know the WNBA or they don't embrace it is because you can't embrace what you don't see. It's a fact that women's sports only receive 4% of all media coverage. And so if I could just do my part within the digital, giving these women a platform and a voice and just making it the norm and not the exception to talk about women's basketball, right? Um, And so 
that's really what I try to do. My platform today is trying to be informed about what's happening. Just as much as people are informed with what's happening in the NBA. I mean, you see on ESPN, they report everything about LeBron James, whether it's Taco Tuesday or, you know, just, you know, ridiculous things. So I feel like these women deserve the same amount of coverage. Yes, yes, a- absolutely. I'm in 100% agreement with you. And I just think, though, with... With all the uh, political unrest that's going on in our country today, I think more light is being uh, shined, especially uh, about women in color, you know, uh, business women, entrepreneurs, uh, your essential workers, mm-hmm. all of them, you know, are being brought to the forefront. Uh, women like yourself with, with media platforms, you know, uh, telling the narrative. Right. Because, uh, you know, mainstream media, uh, your ESPNs, uh, your turn of sports have really not given you guys enough of that love that you guys really need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I see, like, yes, we're in civil unrest, but it's also a time for us to rise up, you know, especially as people of color in the black community and to re- show people that, you know, we have our own platforms and things, and especially in sports where, you know, over 80%, I'm speaking in a WNBA, 80% of the players are, you know, black. Um, it's important for those stories to be told by black journalists and reporters just as much as white. So um, I'm happy during this time. <laughs> I know that it's a bunch of civil unrest and then we're dealing with the pandemic. But for me, it's been such a blessing in disguise because, you know, people are tuning in and what I'm doing, what I'm trying to build with my platform, but also they get to see um, the story of the women in the WNBA who are making a change, who are you know, moving the needle and who are at the front forefront when it comes to social injustice, um, police brutality. I mean, women of the WNBA have been leading the way Mm -hmm. um, for years now, and they're just getting that attention. When you talk about Maya Moore leaving in her prime of her career, four-time WNBA champion, um, leaving in the prime of her career to, you know, combat uh, criminal justice and getting the case of Jonathan Irons overturned. And so, you know, these women have definitely been at the forefront. When you look at 2016 with the I Can't Breathe shirts and um, they showed their simple way of protest by wearing the warm-up shirts and the league find them and kind of try to silence them. You know, the WNBA players have always been in the forefront of social injustice um, movements. And now these women are definitely getting the shine that they deserve to talk about these issues. So um, it's definitely been great. That is the voice of Christina Williams. She has joined us on our Celebrity Land, sponsored by Cafe Piazza. I want to talk to you about Kyrie Irving. Um, you know, he has, uh, you can want to call it stirring a pot or, you know, whatever analogy that you want to use. Um, in, in the back of your mind, were you thinking that this could, this might have an effect on the WNBA with, with uh, you know, a few more players kind of trickling out like, you know, maybe they feeling a different way about playing. Uh, recently, I think I've heard that uh, I think 13 players at the University of Texas tested positive. Uh, uh, some yep, some yep. players in Florida, just, oh, just all so, over the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, while we all want sports to come back, we have to realize that there's so much happening and I feel like the health of players should be the first priority. And so, yes, Kyrie Irving came out and spoke out, but many people don't know that he has the authority to do that because he's the vice president of the NBPA. And so 
He had a call with over 80 players, some included WNBA players, to talk about what, everything that's happening. And um, on the WNBA side, uh, Renee Montgomery, who plays for the Atlanta Dream, two-time WNBA champion, she came out uh, a few days ago and said she's opting out of the 2020 season to focus on her nonprofit organization and to um, social injustice. And so you see players... In the coming days, especially from the W, they will be revealing whether they want to opt in or opt out because they had the 25th. But this is some very valid and real concerns. Um, the coronavirus pandemic uh, cases are spiking by the day, by the hour in Florida, where both the NBA and the NBA are expected to play. And so I feel like players, they, they, they know that the decision is in their hands, but with the WNBA players, they have more of a financial risk because it's like if you don't play, you don't get paid. Whereas the NBA, you know, they have a little bit more leverage because right. they get paid, um, whether they play or not. So um, it's going to be very interesting in the days to come as far as WNBA, like what happens, who's opting in and who's opting out of their contracts for the 2020 season to play or not in Florida. But I think that the first priority should be the players health and with Kyrie Irving I feel like he has the players on his side but because he didn't have a real strategy or plan that you know some of the players just like kind of opposed to wanting to sit out the season and I kind of agree I feel like you do need some sort of plan yeah um if you decide to have players opt out so um I like that Kyrie showed both sides of the spectrum um, I feel like people are villainizing him, mm -hmm. but they shouldn't. You know, like these athletes are risking their lives to give us entertainment, and we should consider all sides. Mm. I, I like that. I like that. It's well, well spoken. And I always felt that sentiment too. I mean, I want sports back, but like not at the risk of of these players. Uh, you know, risking their lives and, and you know, and, and possibly risking, uh, you know, lives of their family. And, and again, just thinking about the WNBA, they just got this brand new CBA deal. And, you know, you're happy. Mm -hmm. And then, right. now, you know, now you got the corona. And I got to ask you this, just person to person, you know, when you got your own platform, like selfishly, you're like, mm -hmm. damn, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, you know, I'm like this here in St. Louis. So, you know, the XFL, it, it was rolling well and, and right. you know, tennis was up right. and, uh, you know, the groundswell support. And then all of a sudden just it's, it's taken away and like, oh, man, it's just an opportunity missed. But I think it also creates another opportunity, you know, allows you a chance, you know, to reinvent yourself. Right, absolutely. So at the beginning of the pandemic, I had tweeted out, you know, to content creators, like, this pandemic is not the end all for content creators. And, and, and in a sense, you have to go back to the drawing board and re-strategize and how you're going to tell these stories from a virtual standpoint. I feel like it's giving people more space to be more creative in the stories that they tell and give them more opportunity to tell a variety of stories during the time. Um, because there are no sports, it's not about y'all, you know. There are so many different stories of athletes that you can tell during this during these times. And I feel like people have to tap into that creative space in order to let that happen. Um, for me, at first, I was like, oh, okay, I can't go to the Final Four this year. I can't, no WNBA season, yeah. like, in person. But, you know, as you said, consistency, right? So I've been right. still, you know, finding ways to tell the WNBA news and things like that. It's just a challenge to be more creative in a sense and so I mean especially in the digital spaces the opportunities are so endless and so I feel like now is 
the time for content creators and people within the sports industry to just really rise up. So it's not much of an opportunity missed, as you pointed out, but I feel like it's more of an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you are you prepared to go into the bubble? Are you going to the bubble? I am not going to the bubble. I don't plan on being there, um, but the WNBA are still working out the details as far as media access and coverage. I know on the NBA side, they have areas of access, and on the NBA side, they will allow media, um, but the media will have to stay in the bubble um, and not leave, and if they leave, they can't come back, things like that, but the W hasn't really laid out a plan yet as far as media access. I'm here, maybe they'll do like a Zoom post-game, um, but not really sure. But I don't see myself going into the bubble. <laughs> I do know that uh, players with five or more years experience, I know those players with five or more experience, they have the opportunity to bring a plus one. Yeah. Um, and so many of the women, I think five players are going to bring their children and spouses um, and things like that. And so the WNBA bubble is going to be completely different from the NBA bubble. I know the NBA, they have VIP services and golf carts and courses and ping pong tables and all types of different things but um, we shall see the plans are still being laid out for the W as far as we know now players have until the 25th to opt in or out and that uh, they will be staying in hotels or, or villas at ING so that's what we know so far that is the voice of the founder of Girl Talk Sports TV, Christina Williamson. She's hanging out with us on the End of Zone show. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. I got to ask you, uh, big props appearing in Essence Magazines with, 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 our, with our other sisters oh, in sports. You. Yeah, sisters <laughs> in sports down in Miami. Uh, not, not Miami, but Tampa, uh, Alexandra Ho and Tiffany Huber. But, man, that was that was super dope uh, seeing you, uh, you know, in Essence. And, again, like, man how fast you know what i'm saying you know you've grown you know what i'm saying over the last two years hey you know what's up with that blue check mark they better put some respect on that name what's up <laughs> <laughs> i know still working on the blue check but um we haven't even girls talk sports reaches two years july 9th and um I just couldn't have imagined ever being featured in Essence. I, I grew up reading Essence magazine as a little black girl from Harlem, New York. And so to be featured this past January on their online digital platform as a black woman taking over sports culture, it meant a lot. And the reporter who wrote the article, her name is Amani Bashir, and she's an amazing international uh, writer. And she was actually living in Wuhan, China. And she mm. reached out to me and she said, hey, I'm writing this this article for Essence, and I want to interview and interview you. And at first, I was confused. I was like, <laughs> "You sure you want to interview me?" Like little old me, she's like, "Yeah, I, I've been following your platform for a while, and I really love what you're doing and what and what you've done. And I think that it's important in this space, and I want to highlight that." And then she said, "Do you know any other women in sports who you would like to um, have featured in the article?" And I had mentioned my friend Morgan Jones. Um, who played D1 basketball for SSU, um, went to the Final Fours and everything. Uh, She has an amazing program called Athletes to Visionaries. And what she's doing for student-athletes is amazing. And that was like one of the first people I thought of as, you know, a black woman who's changing the game. And so that just goes to show you, like, when you're building your own platform, yes, it's important for you to carry out your own vision, but also reach back and help others and 
that's kind of what I center my business around is mm-hmm. it, how can I use my resources, my contacts and what I have to help other women in the sports space. And that's really what Girls Talk Sports TV has come to be. Um, the women who have reported to me have moved on to, you know, different networks and such. There's some who are working with ABC, Fox Sports, Bleacher Report. And so it's really interesting to see, like, you know, the level of success that these girls have um, had in the last year and a half in their own personal careers. Yeah. And so um, with me, it just doesn't stop. And if I can help one person, I'm satisfied. That, hey, man, you know what? That's that's what it's really all about, too. I mean, uh, just just giving back because you know what? You know what it's like to be on the outside looking in, you know, uh, as far as want to get in the media and doing it. And then once you finally, you know, cross that barrier, you want to definitely make sure that you make a path easier for the person coming behind you. That's what it's about. Absolutely. And for me, like, part of the reason why I started Girls Talk Sports TV was because I had previously working as a reporter for Fashion One Television. So I was in the fashion and entertainment space, um, doing some segments for MTV here and there, and like working as a freelance reporter. And that's, I felt like my passion was sports and I have a degree in journalism. And so I wanted to marry my two passions together, but I felt that it was so hard to break into the sports industry if you were not like one of the few names right. that often get rotated on the TV screen. Right. And so I was like, man, I'm gonna just try to create my own thing and see what happens. You know, I've had a career in reporting for over five years. I'm gonna see if I can reach out to my contacts and make it happen. And so when I came up with Girls Talk Sports TV, it was something that was always on my list of things to do. Like, I want to start a, a platform. I didn't really, I had it written down, but, you know, you just you make a list of goals and sometimes you get them achieved, sometimes you don't. And at that point in my life, a light bulb went off in my head and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to just go for it. And surprisingly, when I did, when I set up my domains and got everything business size situated, a lot of women started DMing me on Instagram, some former athletes who played D1, D2 sports, who said, you know, actually, it's my life after college. I don't want to play sports. I don't want to pl- go overseas and play. I don't want to play professionally, but I do want to get more opportunities within sports broadcasting, um, behind the camera creatively. Um, how can you help me? And so that's really like the foundation. So how I started my platform just seeing a need to help women who are out of college or now even with me creating this platform for kids. I'm having kids, this is an exclusive talk sports TV, mm-hmm. um, building that out too to help kids who want to get into broadcasting. Just had a 15 year old email me yesterday about her wanting to you know, learn from me. Um, she's doing amazing things in high school as a, a softball athlete and trying to get that D1 scholarship with She's writing for ESPN Kids and, and want to be a part of my platform for Kids Talk Sports TV. And so now I'm seeing like a younger generation yeah. um, pay attention to what I'm doing. So, you know, I'm in it for the long run. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to be in the long run, too. We're going to make sure that we give you all the support uh, that you need, especially from St. Louis and beyond. Christina, tell the people the best way to keep up with you and on all your social media platforms. For sure. So you can follow me at my personal page at Christina Williams on Instagram. That's K-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. 
And then you can follow Girls Talk Sports TV on Instagram at girlstalksport.tv. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Girls Talk Sports TV. Um, we are on YouTube. We have our website, Facebook, all of that good stuff. You search it in the Google engine, it'll definitely <laughs> pop up. And thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun to chat today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and listen, uh, we're going to keep the door open. I, I, I want to have you on. I want to get more WNBA talk. I know, where, I know where to get the best information now. That's definitely with Girl Talk Sports TV. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Christina. Sure, we definitely sure. will be in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to sit in the city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christina Williams, founder of Girls Talk Sports TV, and you're listening to In The Zone. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Guess what? I'm back. Big Star presents... Attention to orders. Now, I know that you all you all have been used to listening to these podcasts where it's either one, sports-related, you listen to all sports, or two, you listen to all crime, or three, you listen to all social is- issues that's going on right now. I understand all that, but if you're looking for a platform, if you're looking for a podcast that's going to give you all of that in one, make sure that you stay tuned to Attention to Orders. And that will be available on all platforms. Everywhere you get your podcast from, it will be available. And guess what? You can see my big, pretty smile when you tune in to YouTube. So once again, Attention to Orders, presented by Big Sarge. I'm out. Here we go. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Radio personality, Isis Jones. I appreciated being appreciated. Sometimes yeah. that little thing alone can, can go a long way where somebody says, yeah, we, we might need you. And, and better yet, it was time. You know, I, I think the climate in St. Louis is, is, is good. Um, we always talk about the negativity, and I, and I always have a, a tendency to bring a, a lot more positivity to the situation. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I think y'all needed me. On the In The Zone Network.